Welcome back to another episode of whatever you want to call it podcast with your host, uh, me, Marquise Nash. I'm sitting here by myself, like always. But I just had to say that just to tell you I'm here by myself. Uh, eventually, I'm probably going to have people on here or people, a special guest. But uh, until then, I'm going to tell you I'm here by myself. But um, uh, let's get into it. We got a lot of stuff to talk well, a lot of stuff to talk about. We got NFL news. We got NBA news. We got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about today. So let's get right into it, people. We got Dak Prescott signing a four-year, $160 million deal, 120, $124 million guaranteed, a four-year deal. His first three years, he's gonna be making $42 million, $42 million in them three, not combining them three years, but $42 million each of them three year, first three years. He's gonna be making $42 million. So that's I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, for Dak, fine, and finally, I don't know if I'm the uh, the with the Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has been hearing me spewing all this spewing, not spewing really, because spewing seems negative. But be, he he been hearing me talk about him all during this quarantine. I don't know if he heard me or heard the fans or whatever. But finally, I mean, I was I posted on Facebook like finally they signed my man Colin Kaepernick. Not Colin Kaepernick. I wish they would sign him too. But finally, they signed my man Dak. Like Dak Prescott, he deserves it, bro. I'm not, the, and like I said, I'm not the biggest Cowboys fan because people think, oh, you a Cowboys fan? No, I'm not even. I'm not even close to being a Cowboys fan. But for me, I just feel like my Dak Prescott should have been got signed already. I don't know why people were waiting or why we were waiting on like Dak to get signed. Like they didn't make any sense like, at all. Like at all. Like I don't know what Jerry Jones was thinking. Like oh, we need to. Do something better. Like, I mean, I probably, they probably will end up still drafting the quarterback, I think. I mean, I feel like they will because I mean, I would too. I still would draft a quarterback. I mean, even though you have, uh, what's his name, Andy Dalton in your hand still, I mean, I, I would still draft a quarterback just because, because we don't know how, what's the timeline for Dak Prescott. I mean, how when he's going to come back, if he's going to come back healthy or how he's going to come back. So for me, I, I would still end up drafting a quarterback just because. Just because I, I feel like that, I don't know where Dak, Dak Prescott's uh, ability is going to be when he comes back. And Danny Dalton is, like I said, Danny Dalton is a loser. So he's going to probably win you four games. He's not going to win you a lot of games. So you want a quarterback that's fresh and new. So that he, that's fresh and new that can learn, learn the system or Mike McCarthy or whatever. So, I mean, hopefully they, they do better. I mean, I would want to see the Dallas Cowboys back to where they were. Even though I'm not a fan of the Cowboys, I still – I'm a fan of football, and I love football games. That's the same thing with, like, basketball with New York. The New York I don't know the big New York Knicks fans, but I'm glad that the New York Knicks are a playoff team because, I mean, it's it's, it's right for the, the the NBA to have the New York Knicks in the playoffs. Like, that's a legendary team, and, the, and they have legendary players like Charles Ark, Oakley. I mean, them guys like that that, that play for um, Melo, Carmelo Anthony. I mean, Nate Robinson. Uh, what's his name? Oh God. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Starks, John Starks. I think it's John Starks, John Starks. You got them guys that played for the New York Knicks and the, them times where like 
I just felt like for me, New York Knicks are like one of them teams they gotta make the playoffs because I mean, even though they don't, they might not go far. I just felt like the New York Knicks, that the New York whole, whole tri-state area needs a win right now. They just need a win right now because New York Jets ain't giving on that. The Giants will give them it eventually because they got a good quarterback in uh, Danny Dimes and Daniel Jones. And if someone said Kong Barkley come back from his injury, they're going to be good. I just, They just need to build a receiving core around uh, Danny Dimes and need to uh, get some a better defense. I mean, they just – Speaking of defense and the Giants, they actually signed, I think, Leonard or Williams. They franchise tag Leonard Williams. So, I mean, they, they should have Leonard Williams still for the teams, still uh, for the team right now. I mean, they still should still have him for another year. So, I mean, that's good for the uh, Giants. And also, speaking of franchise tags, um, also we got franchise tags uh, this, this coming up week um, before the trade deadline on Tuesday. Um, who else got franchise tag? There's a couple people that got franchise tag this, this week. Um, who else got franchise tag? There was, uh, there was a couple people who got there. I'm trying to think. Uh, Aaron Jones might get franchise tag. They've been talking about it, talking about Aaron Jones getting franchise tag. Like I said, uh, the Leonard Williams, he got franchise tagged already. Um, who else got franchise tag? I just remember it was somebody else that got franchise tag. I just don't. Oh, yeah. Um, Washington's. Washington has placed Brandon Sheriff. I'm not. I'm not so sure what his name is. The Washington Football Team has franchised that tagged him for the second consecutive year. By the way, um, on Monday they signed him. They franchise tagged him. So I mean, last yesterday they franchise tagged him. So I mean, it's a lot of people. Most of these teams are. What's what they're probably gonna do? Because they're in the. Uh, they're not bankrupt, but they're. Um, they're, uh, right now, they don't have a lot of money. Basically, that's what I'm saying. I ain't big, but they don't have a lot of money to spend. So they're like, okay, we're just going to give you a big money right now, and then we're going to wait for wait later and see what we can do. But um, also, in Green Bay news, uh, like I said before, Aaron Jones might uh, get franchise tagged. And uh, Devin Funches has uh, took it a 750000 pay cut because of a – and this is mutual. He just did it because he – the new, I mean, he didn't play. He opted out of last seasons because of uh, co- last seasons last season because of COVID. So I mean, he opted out, and they said, "Can you just take a seven seven hundred fifty thousand pay cut?" And I think that's probably trying to pay either pay Aaron Jones or that's trying to give him a franchise tag or something. That's trying to give somebody somewhere. And I was just thinking of like being a Packers news at Packers uh at Pat. You know, just speaking about the Green Bay Packers, I was thinking I was just concocting uh like a a formula of a, a trade that they could probably do that'll be that'll be viable for both teams if the team did if the team was a trade a pre, trade somebody and I feel like I was go for Preston Smith. I'm sorry. I love the Smith and Smith connection. It sounds like a lawyer. It's and it's probably I think it is. I think it is. It's a lawyer, a law firm. Smith and Smith, a law firm. Like it's it sounds really great. But I mean Preston Smith hasn't played to his capability as of I mean he played the first year they played pretty well. But, I mean, after that, it kind of like he, he sometimes takes days off. I mean, not days off. And I don't think he, that, that's not none of, uh, no dig to him. But he kind of sometimes takes games off where he doesn't be great. And it's it, it just it kind of messes the team up. So, I think for me, knowing that, I would try to see if I can get – and it's his name been in trade rumors a lot this entire offseason. So, if I was – I'm the Packers since Stephon Gilmore – is under trade rumors too. Also, 
I would probably trade Stephon Gilmore for Preston Smith and for like a first round pick or something like that. Because knowing the Packers, they probably have one or two first round picks. I would trade Stephon Gilmore for Preston Smith, Preston Smith, and some first round picks. I'm, I'm sorry, I would do that. I concocted that last night. I was up last night for like probably three o'clock in the morning. Couldn't go to sleep. So I just, I mean, actually, I would. I mean, it wasn't three o'clock in the morning. It was probably. It had to be six o'clock in the morning. I just woke up out of nowhere and it started that. I was like, man, okay, what can the Packers do to to make their defense even better and not lose a lot? And Preston Smith, well, you wouldn't lose a lot because uh, Rashawn Gary is coming into his own, so you wouldn't be losing a lot of defense. Rashawn Gary is coming into his own. The Darius Smith is gonna play his ass off, so you ain't gotta worry about that. Um, and then you got Kenny Clark in the middle. You good with that? And then you got the two. You got a corner in. Uh, not Kevin King, because I and that's what I was talking about too. But uh, if you're gonna get Stephon Gilmore, you need to release uh, Kevin King. Sorry, Kevin King, but you played poorly, and he hasn't really been injured. He's been injured for the past like two or three years, so I mean he hasn't really showed his talent. But when he does, he actually is a good corner. I mean, good corner. So I think even even if we did release him, he's gonna get on the team easily. But um, yeah, I would release Steph, uh Kevin King. And then you have a two two elite corners and Stephon Gilmore and uh, Jair Alexander, and you got a good secondary in the backfield with Savage and uh, Amos back there. And then you got a good linebacker core with Martin. And even though we got rid of uh, Christian Kirksey, you got a good linebacker and uh, Martin and uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, and uh, Barnes. You have them two linebackers. You Chris Barnes and. Uh, I forgot the other linebacker's name, but I'll let you know his last name is Martin. But you got the two good linebackers, so you're good on linebackers. I probably would draft another linebacker if I'm the Packers, just just for safety, just safety issues, just in case somebody gets injured. I would just draft a linebacker, and also I would draft a um, draft a a, a off, outside linebacker too. And the thing about with them kind of things, you, you can really draft because I think if the and I would the Patriots. The reason why I say the Patriots. Because it's more likely the Patriots would try to get Preston, a Preston Smith type of, play, type of player, and because it, if you really think about it, Preston Smith is kind of—I'm not going to compare him, but he kind of reminds me of Chandler Jones, like old Chandler Jones. He's a long, he's a tall outside linebacker. He can get to the quarterback. He'll be good in the AFC because the AFC doesn't really have since JJ Watt is gone. They don't really have an elite pass rusher. I mean, no offense to TJ Watt, but TJ Watt, I mean. He does his thing, and Joey Bosa does his thing. Not Joey, but uh, what's the other, the other brother? It's, you know, it's, I think it's Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, you got T.J. Watt, but I mean, that's really they really don't have a lot of good pass rushers in the AFC no more. So I would say for me, Preston Smith would add add into the really thin pass rushers in the AFC. So for me, I would I would I would put Preston Smith on a Patriots just because I know how Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick works. How his mind works and how he like likes them kind of players. The players that that they can, he can hone in and he the players that he can uh, make them more disciplined. Because if you really want to tell the truth, uh, I'm not Kenny Clark, but uh, what's his name? Preston Smith. He's really not that disciplined as much as you wanted him, wanted him to be. Because like I said, sometimes he uh, or some plays he'll take a, a playoff or sometimes he'll take a game not even take a game off per se like. Not play a game, but you know how what I mean by he just does. He's not he's in the game, but he does. You don't know him. You don't know where he is. Like he he's in the game physically, but mentally he's not there. And sometimes he has games like that where it's like 
where are you, Preston? Like, it just, you don't know where he at. I mean, even Zadar Smith at times, even though he he not he might not have a, a sack or or sack or a, a, T, a TFL or tackle for loss, if he doesn't have that, you at least know okay he's affecting the game to make it uh, get a T, to make another a player for his get a TFL or or if a or or if he you he's influencing someone to get a sack like influencing. Uh, like the offensive line to over over uh, help or a double him, and then it gives us somebody got like Kenny Clark or Rashawn Gary a sack, or even Preston Smith a sack. So Zadarius Smith, he's still good. So I I will keep Zadarius. It's Preston I wouldn't get. I'll get rid of. But speaking of uh getting rid of, because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that's getting get get that's getting released uh, this week. Um, also who got who else got released. Uh, the Washington football team actually also released uh, Alex Smith, which we kind of figured he was going to get released anyways. But that's because they they didn't really have nothing to do with him, and I don't know they don't have the Taylor or Tyler, either Tyler or Taylor. It might be Taylor. It's Taylor Heineke. He signed a multi year deal, so he's pretty good right now. He's pretty set. So I think they have a somewhat of a quarterback situation solved a little bit. But I still would draft a quarterback. And uh, Dwayne Haskins has gotten signed by the Steelers. Steelers, so I mean that should be a good deal for Dwayne Haskins to sit in that presence of uh, man Ros- Roethlisberger. It sounded like a burger. It sounded like a. It sounded. It seemed like Ben Roethlisberger. Like that's saying that name seemed hard to me, but it's not like hard to say. I don't know why it seems like it's hard to say, but it, it is. But that's whatever. But um, uh, yeah. Like speaking of that though, us uh, Ben Roethlisberger says I um own. I'm talking about his name and all that stuff, but how hard his name is hard to say right now. But uh, what's hard to think about right now about Ben Roethlisberger is he, they signed him again this year. I mean, they are they're going to be good. I think they're going to be they're they're going to be a good team. I'm not going to say they're going to be a bad team or nothing like that because I I, I think the the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a good situation right now with Dwayne Haskins being their backup quarterback just in case Ben Roethlisberger gets injured. I mean, they and in, in the AFC. And their division is not that good like that. I mean, their division is pretty good. But at the same time, I feel like Ben Roethlisberger, it's, it's, his time is up right now. I think he's gonna, they're going to probably make the playoffs this year. They're going to most likely make the playoffs this year. But it's not, I think it's going to be a little bit harder than last year because last year they really didn't play a lot of good teams, so that's why they kind of went undefeated from the, for the most part. But I think it's going to be a little bit harder this year, especially, especially I think if they had that 17 games. That's gonna put more pressure on the uh the Steelers to win games. I I, I think the defense overall is good uh, is a good defense. But just speaking up on like just how their team is set up, it seems set up not to be great. I mean, you don't really know where Juju is gonna go. Cause Juju, we send I've been hearing rumors that the Juju might go somewhere else. So it's like it's it, you really don't know where Juju might go. So it's just I don't know, it's really it's chaotic right now with Pittsburgh. And even speaking of Pittsburgh and their in their fan base, and we were speaking about coaching vacancies and all that stuff, and how some of these black head coaches didn't get hired or whatever. Speaking of, I just just realized Mike Tomlin didn't do nothing about that. I mean, Mike Tomlin was the biggest. I think he'd be the biggest person talking about. Yeah, we need this, and then didn't do nothing about it. Like he got all them, ain't got no ain't no office coordinator ain't black, defense coordinator ain't black. I mean just. I'm sorry, and he might say, "Why well, is it always about?" Because I want it. Like 
I, 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 I'm, this podcast is for just, for people to know, like, I, sometimes, it's not just that I want black like, coaches, cause I, you gotta be qualified, of course. I'm not just saying, like, any, any random coach can be a quarterback. I'm just saying the coaches that deserve shots to be a coach, I feel like the black, especially the black coaches that deserve a job, I feel like they should deserve a job somewhere else. Like it's it, or they should deserve a head coaching job instead of these other these other head coaches that the owners love, and then which messes up because they love them to a default. Because now when they do something bad, like for example, Jason Garrett, they love them to a fault, and so now eventually they had to get rid of them, and it was like, like a sorrow thing. It was almost like a father and son thing, but they couldn't even get rid of them because. Jerry Jones loved it too much, and then at the same time, it messed the team up because it's like you knew Jason Garrett wasn't a quarterback; he wasn't a coach of old, or he wasn't a coach for the Cowboys for this for this time with Dak Prescott. You knew he wasn't, but at the same time, Jerry Jones wasn't putting pressure on him to say, "Okay, we need to fire him. We need to fire him. We need to fire him." It wasn't no pressure because Jerry Jones loved him. So, and it's not saying nothing bad about it. But it's, I feel like sometimes that's what happens in some of these coaches, NBA and NFL, where it's these, it's, um, what's the word? It's like, a, this, I, I would say favoritism, but it's a better word than favoritism. It's like, uh, what's the guy? Oh my God, I forgot the word, but my sister actually told me about it, but, uh, I forgot the word, the word, not favoritism, but I would say favoritism for now, but in, if you got a better word, y'all can tweet me. But, um, it's just like a man owning like a car deal- car dealership, and he gives it to a son, but or somebody in the business that doesn't know nothing or little to nothing about cars, and he gives it to them. And then he, it's somebody that's more qualified that knows about cars, that knows how to sell cars, and knows about the business, and he doesn't give it to them, but he gives it to the person or his son that knows a more little to nothing about it, and that's what it kind of feels like with. The Cowboys, what the Cowboys did, they gave it. They kept on letting Jerry, not Jerry Jones. They kept on letting, uh, what's his name, Jason Garrett, had a job, or they keep on letting him renewing his contract every year. And it was like, okay, bro, get rid of him because he doesn't know nothing about the business right now. He doesn't know. And I'm not saying Jerry, Jason Garrett doesn't know nothing about quarterback, quarterbacking, or whatever. But I think it was it was his time to leave. And some eventually, sometimes it's time for people just to leave. Phases and eras in quickly. I mean, they they end or they and they uh happen quickly. So for me, that era of like Jason Garrett and the Cowboys, it, it should have ended long time ago. It shouldn't have took uh, almost ten years for you to get rid of get rid of him and realize okay, we need to get rid of him. And then the person that they put in there, Mike McCarthy, doesn't really know nothing. I mean, he does. He does something. And he's a playoff or caliber caliber type coach. And he's really good, but come on, let's speak about let's speak on it. The reason why uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't want him to be there because he just didn't know what he was doing at times. He was bad decision making. It was terrible decision making at times, and it wouldn't. He would never give Aaron Rodgers the full power. Okay, okay, I know what I'm doing. Like he would always say, "Okay, what you want to do?" Like it wasn't. And uh, you, you you could tell that friction was coming. You could tell that friction was there. Even when we were watching games, you could tell. Okay. It's been the end. We just knew it was going to end, and it, and the Packers fans knew that. But for me, I just knew it was going to end just because it's similar back how Aaron Rodgers was. If Aaron Rodgers ain't saying nothing, usually he's pretty pissed. Or if Aaron Rodgers kind of like just smiling, 
Because my Aaron is the best at a poker face. He's the best poker face guy. He's like the guy that you you sit at the table that has all the all the cards, but ain't saying that this ain't bluffing. They ain't giving you a a bluff at all. He's just sitting at the table, just okay, just acting calm like he don't got nothing. And then he come out of nowhere with with the with the right card. So it just for me, it's just like I I, I feel like it. The way the NFL is moving right now, it's moving in a bad direction. I, I guess it's me. It's moving in a bad direction because it just it feels like the NFL hasn't learned their lesson. It just seems like not even like learning their lesson, like it's a lesson they have to learn. But I just still feel like the coaching, the way coaches are getting hired so quickly without any less experience, it just make it makes no sense. And I I I don't want to be that person that be like, oh man, why you always get down on people and why you always talking about all oh, these coaches and you never give people a chance. Yeah, that's the point. You never give people a chance. The black coach that deserve a chance, that deserve a co- head coaching job, you never give to. And then when you do give it to them, you put them in a bad situation and say, "Okay, now make now make a diamond, now make a diamond in the rough." Like it just you you give them you give them you 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 give them chicken sa- chicken chicken and say make chicken salad. You give them a, like a live chicken and you say, "Okay, now make chicken salad." How the hell am I supposed to do that? I gotta kill the chicken first. You know how hard it is to catch a, and run at the chicken? Like, it's hard to get them and cut them up and then skin them. Like, you got to do a lot. You got you to do a lot. It's it's stu- And it's stupid. It's foolish. You tell them, okay, now nah, you got to get this chicken. You got to kill them. Okay, you got to do this, this, and that. That's like, bro, like, how am I going to do that? Like, how, how am I going to do that? It takes a long time to do that. So, for me, it's just like, I, I just feel like it's just, it makes no sense for me in the NFL. It. NFL fresh makes me every day, but I just love watching football, so I just got to deal with that frustration. And um, speaking of frustration, oh, man, I was so frustrated at the Pistons when they just – I don't know why the Pistons kind of pissed me off a little bit with the whole thing with Blake Griffin, like not even playing them a little bit. Like not even say, okay, let's play – let him play a little bit. They didn't even let him play, but then now he's on the net, so that's frustration right there. And I mean, now that gives me my hopes that, that the Bucks. <laughs> That'll give my hopes that the Bucks are going to win. Sorry, bless you. Um, I said bless me, but I just sneezed. So apologies to, to why I, you didn't hear me for a minute. But um, uh, yes, like I said before, Blake Griffin, the Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin situation. Uh, speaking of Blake Griffin, he he did sign for the rest of the season with the Brooklyn Nets, which makes the Brooklyn Nets even more of a favorite to win the NBA Finals, and now it makes it really a championship or bust season for the. Nets, even though they don't want it to be, even though I, I feel like as a fan, I'm not gonna put that championship or bust, but most people are. Most most analysts, most people are gonna put it at championship or bust, just on the simple fact because I mean, when you have that much of talent, that that much talent, I mean, you you gotta it gotta be championship or bust. It, it, and I think about the crazy thing is about the Nets. I feel like they're not done. They're not done with. These trades, they're not done. They got to get. I think they need another rim protector other than DeAndre Jordan, and they need, I think, one or two guys off the bench that can that can give them score points. I mean, they signed a Monshaper, but Monshaper can do only do so much, and he haven't played for a while in a minute. So I don't know if he's injured or he haven't played a while. But I mean, they signed a Monshaper. He really, really haven't really played like that. But I'm I, I, big ups to him for getting get signed. Hopefully he he's the guy off the bench that they can they can use, and then their defense still is kind of uh, um, so so. I mean Blake Griffin is not the greatest defender. 
I mean, he was. I mean, he was a good defender when he was young, but I mean, he lost a lot of his athleticism with dunking and um, injuries. And that's the thing about with dunking. It's like you, I don't think you lose your energy, but when you dunk so much, and even if you're a, a really tall guy, and you lose a lot of it. Even with the even you can see even with all the greatest dunkers, the greatest dunkers eventually start to make get a jump shot because it's like eventually every, ain't nobody gonna let you just dunk on them. They're going to either foul you. They're going to be like, okay, we're going to either foul the hell out of you or you're not, you're not going to even get to the rim. So I think that's why I think it's so important for Giannis to get a jump. Not even, I don't think he needs a jumper. Because people think, oh, he needs to get a jumper. I just think he, think he needs a secondary move. Just a secondary move, like a post-up game, something like he, like he did, like he does something. From time to time, he'll, he'll show that post-up game, but he just doesn't do it on a daily basis. Or he must don't believe in it um, as much as the people think. I I think he I believe in it. I believe that he he has that in his bag, but he doesn't use it a lot because I don't. I just don't feel like he doesn't use it a lot. I don't know why he doesn't because the crazy thing is it works and it, it's unstoppable. It's an unstoppable move because if you really think about it, when he does that little move, it's really unstoppable because ain't nobody really gonna shoot go up and sh- they gonna actually let him take that shot. So it's really actually in his hand that they, they, they can. Uh, it's really, it's really in his hand that he can do it. So it's, it, it makes it more fun to see. Okay, see, okay, Giannis has a jumper now. You know, now you don't see these fouls, these so-called hacker shacks, but hacker Giannis is uh, like you don't really get to see that. You don't really get. I gotta see Giannis going to the free throw line and air ball on free throws. You don't gotta see Giannis going to the free throw line, missing or barely making the, the shot. Like you don't have to see that. And even though they probably still gonna follow him anyway, even if he has a jumper, they I think they still gonna follow him just to see or just to test that theory. But um, I just feel like yeah, it's just the way the NBA going. When NBA seems like it's it's more like it's it's more up to speed than the NFL. And the NFL always for some reason is always behind on everything, but it's whatever. But for me, yeah, like it's it just I don't know. It it's for me, it's just it's crazy how the NFL is and how it works. And how the guaranteed money is like by not guaranteed. Like I, and I, just, I was just talking about how Dex Prescott got forty, one hundred and forty million dollars, but it's only one hundred twenty-six guaranteed, which is really stupid. Because I mean, he should deserve all that money. How much has he done for the Dallas Cowboys? And I mean, sorry, no, no offense to Tony Romo, but he kind of did more than Tony Romo. I mean, he's he's probably gonna be the all-time passing leader for the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys when it all said and done. I feel like he is. I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He's good where he – I mean, when he was in his prime – I mean, in his prime, like he's not in the prime now, but when he was playing and he was playing healthy, they were probably – he was one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. So, I mean, for me – and when he come back from the injury, hope, hope to God that he he's come back healthy. He comes back in, in strength and come back to his regular self. Of course, I think eventually it's going to take a little bit of time because just that with that kind of injury – it takes a little bit of time, but hopefully he comes back stronger than ever, though. I mean, shout out to you, Dak, wherever you are. If you listen to the podcast, I don't know if you got a friend or if you or you might be a friend of Dak Prescott. You can just tell Dak, give my prayers to him. I mean, big up to him for coming back from the injury because I know he will come back from the injury and come back stronger. But, um, yeah, so, like, speaking of that, come back stronger. Uh, So, yeah, uh, the, the Bucks. Uh, speaking about the Bucks. Um, yeah, we got a lot of problems going on. <laughs> I feel like I ain't gonna got problems, but we, we're, I think we're solving a lot of these problems that we're having right now. 
with the pack the Bucks. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, they they're gonna. I think they're still gonna be number three seed. Like I said before in the beginning of the season, I still think they're gonna be a number three seed. They're gonna probably be like that three two seed, which is not a bad thing. I think that the Nets. I mean, they're good, but and the uh, them adding Blake Griffin makes it even better. Make them even better contender. But I think ultimately, they still, like I said, they're still a bad defensively, even with Blake. I think it actually makes it work because Blake can't move like that. Blake is not a mobile guy like like he was supposed to be. I mean, he's a jump shooter now. He's a, actually a good jump shooter, as a matter of fact. But I mean, he's not the same Blake Griffin that you're gonna get. I mean, unless he come, unless he's fooling us and he pulls a James Harden, he comes to the Nets and balls out, and he come, he turns back the hands of time like he's in, like when he was in the Clippers or whatever we played for the Clippers. So unless he does that or take back take us back to the hands of time and. So, okay, well, I'm going to play like my old self again now that I'm with the Brooklyn Nets like J uh, James Harden did. James Harden pulled us for food. He, it looked like he was fat when he was the Rockets. And then I know where he went back skinny again. I'm like, okay, what? Did he just do something? Like, he, uh, did he just fool us? Yeah, he did. He just fooled all of us, and we all fell for it. So, for me, yeah, man, it's just it. And the way that the host, the Nets thing's working out right now, I was the biggest person that saying it wasn't gonna work, but I guess it's working now. So I mean I'm prove me wrong. Like I said before, I mean I didn't think the next thing was gonna work, but prove me wrong. Just prove me wrong. I that's all I want you to do. Prove me wrong. I don't I don't I'm not gonna down nothing because you never know what stuff's gonna work how stuff is gonna work out because we didn't think the Katie thing was gonna work out. I mean with Katie thing with the Katie and Golden State, we knew that was gonna work out because Katie don't really need a lot of shots. We did some team. We just think okay, this didn't work. This was not. This is not gonna work out. This is not gonna work out, and then it works out perfectly. So I mean, that whole thing with the Nets and Kyrie. I mean, we, we but we'll see though in the playoffs what happens. I'm still. They still gotta prove a lot to me because the regular season can be good and all, but when you come to the playoffs, I just think that's a whole different monster. That's a whole different like a scenario, and that's where both of these guys, Kyrie. And James Harden struggled in the playoffs, especially James Harden. For the past, like, two or three years, he has been struggling in the playoffs. So, I mean, he has good games, but then he has off games where he just kind of go flat in, like, the last six minutes of these four quarters. So, for me, I, I, I'm I'm going to say they're good for now. But, I mean, I'm not still not – I don't still believe in them that they can win the championship yet. And, he got like I said, they got to prove it to me. Same thing for uh, Philly. Philly, they got to prove it to me. Milwaukee, that's my team. They got to prove it to me, too, also. So I'm not going to say nobody. It's even the top three teams. I don't think any, any, it's really not anybody in the NBA right now that has proven to me, other than the Lakers, that has proven to me that they can win a championship with the roster they have. They, It's really only one team. Like I said, there's only one team, and it's the Lakers. That's really it. the net, the, the Jazz, much of the Jazz are balling right now. The Utah Jazz is balling right now. That's great and all, but what you going to do in the playoffs? Uh, that's all I'm really caring about because I'm tired of these regular season. I'm tired of people get have regular season success and said, "Oh my God, it's great." They have great, good regular seasons, but then they suck in the playoffs. So it really doesn't it deflates what you do in the regular season for me. I feel like, and I don't think it, I ain't gonna say that because it seems like negative when I say deflates. I don't think it deflates, but it just it doesn't really it doesn't mean anything really for me when you do great in the regular season. You get all these great records. But it, nothing, it does nothing for you in the playoffs. Like it, it's no point to have a number, a number one seed when you're gonna get beat. When you're gonna get beat in the second round by a, a four seed or something like that, it, it doesn't really mean anything. 
for me, I I don't it really doesn't mean to me it mean nothing to me if you are one seed and you get beat. Uh, it just I mean not about saying okay, well yes, yeah, a one seed and playoffs are the playoffs, anything happen. Yeah, I know that. But if you're a dominant you're you're dominant in the regular season, why can't you be dominant in the playoffs? And of course it's or the problems, that's where every problem that you have that you think you don't you can hide comes out. That's where the playoffs does. The playoffs is like almost like a you ripping off the band-aid and say, okay, this is my scar. This is where my scar is. This is what what I did to get this scar. Like that's the playoff does that. It, it brings up uh, every scar, everything that you thought, okay, I can sweep under the rug. It comes out in the playoffs because now it's a habit. You because by now, by then, whatever you had as in the regular season that you didn't fix, because eventually that turns into a habit. And that habit you might not see a little bit in the regular season because you can hide it a little bit with a lot of success and a lot of wins, you can hide it a little bit. But then once you get in the playoffs, that habit comes right, rearing his big head out, and then if, and then messes you up in the playoffs. So for me, I'm that's the only like that's, like I said before, the only team that I really believe in that can say I can say for a fact that can go to the playoffs and go to the finals is the LA Lakers, and that's just that. But um, for me, that's all I want to say about t- today's episode. But I like to, if y'all guys want to listen to the podcast or listen to this episode or other episode, you can go to the whatever you want to call a podcast uh, episode on Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. Or if you don't have that, you can go to Spotify. Or if you don't have Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes, you can go to Stitcher. But I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.